Hey guys, welcome back. Just a reminder, it's not too late if you want to go to the Starseed Adventures Conference in Sedona, Arizona, December 11th through the 16th. It's going to be a lot of fun. There is just a few tickets left. If you want to go make a last minute trip out there, they're still available at starseedadventures.com. And we have officially launched our conference, uh, the secret, not the secret space nope. conference. <laughs> that was last <laughs> that was year. Last year. Um, so you're saying it, just uh, Journey to Truth Conference. It's going to be May 22nd through the 25th in Grafton, Illinois again. Uh, tickets are on sale at journeytotruthcon.com. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopewell Farm CBD, take advantage of their Thanksgiving sale that lasts through the end of November. 15% off all of their products with promo code JTT. Thanks. Uh, they're great products. If you're looking to try a new CBD, I highly recommend it. And as always, 20% off all of our Teespring, Teespring merchandise with promo code 20 and back. So tonight we are joined once again by Lori Ladd. She was on episode 99, which was 2020, the end of 2020. Yep, two years ago. I was actually in Mexico while we recorded that episode, but it was great. I don't remember what we talked about, but it was great. <laughs> I remember it being awesome. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. Uh, uh, so it's been a minute. We're really excited to get back into, or just to get into whatever, because this is crazy times right now. You recently did a video called The Planetary Message on Instagram. It was like uh, over an hour long. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Like I was just like, wow, this is incredible information. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. You know, so I'd like yeah. to get into some of what you covered, some of the download that came through there. Uh, but first, uh, how have you been? You've obviously yeah. read the book, The Divine Design. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's so good to be with you guys again. Um, I'm doing well. I'm weathering the storms. Um, yeah, I got my book out finally. Um couple months ago it was released and you know i'm just uh i'm riding the waves you know i'm just riding the waves and and just watching this human evolution with my eyes open my heart open my mouth open just all just just in awe of of what we're going through and what what the the shifts that we continue to 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 find ourselves in you know um mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you guys? How have you guys been? It's good. We're busy. Staying busy. Staying busy. Yeah. yeah. We haven't we haven't missed a beat since then. You know, it's it's been full steam ahead and uh it's becoming uh something amazing. This is a lot of fun for us. And we're just grateful mm -hmm. that we get to have these conversations. Uh but right. I do want to get into like what's happening right now on a global scale. Like where are we? Because obviously. I mean, things are changing. You can look at the animals right now. I don't know if you've seen those videos where they're all circling. Yes. And, and I, so I was reading some channeled messages about it because there's not any real information. But some, one of the uh, messages was that we're experiencing uh, like a pole shift the, or basically the frequency of the planet is raising, but it's creating new electro magnetic vortexes that mm -hmm. the animals are responding to that makes a lot of sense um, actually, yeah. so and it, i don't know if the animals are like letting us know where mm -hmm. these new vortexes are but i'd like to get your opinion on that this overall shift and we'll just go from there yeah you know it's been interesting because um it feels like on one level things have gotten quieter in a really, really kind of eerie way, right? Like 
globally things have kind of people have kind of try are trying to kind of pretend that you know we're we're moving back to like a state of normalcy which isn't true um on another level there's a lot of internal shifting that i've been going through and that i think all of us have been going through internally and then there is the the overarching sort of planetary shift so there's these there's like a it's interesting there's a there's a human collective shift which is what is the, what does it feel like out there in the human collective which to me feels like um an eerie calm in a weird way there's the there's the individual kind of shifting that's happening what's going on internally how loud are your thoughts getting how intense are your emotions getting you know what are the patterns that you continue to see and then there is the planetary shift which is that physical body which is what the animals are responding to right so when i saw that video i was like oh that's magnetism that it feels like they are responding to um and uh, a more intense um magnet on the earth almost like the frequencies um right below the surface of the the physical what what you would call the physical form right is activating or increasing. And so they're just responding almost to the frequencies that they're feeling. So it's to me, it's just like, oh, there's this natural rhythm that they're starting to find themselves in um, as the, the planetary body itself increases in frequency. Perhaps it's an actual vortex or portal that is increasing quicker than other areas. I mean, there's not a lot of cement or concrete or humans necessarily that are on those area in those areas of land so it has the potential to be to increase faster you know when you have concrete and cement and, and tons of humans it could take a lot a little bit longer for those parts of the, the physical land to increase mm -hmm. um but the planet in general the planetary body is increasing faster than the human collective. So I always like to say the human collective is in a past con in relationship to the planetary body. Um, so a lot of us are concerned like, oh my God, the planet is, it needs our help. And it's like, no, the planet's actually pulling us. The planet's right. actually like, like um, well, assisting us right now. And right. I, I agree with that a hundred percent because I think in order for us to, to ascend, quote, ascend, the planet has to ascend first. I think that mm -hmm. has to happen. Like she has to prepare the way. And we see all the changes, the volcanoes even right now, like everything's like going off. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that there's a shift happening, like you said, but it's it's like she's paving the way for us. I like, I like that. Yeah. And it actually like, and I wrote this in my book, there was a moment in 1987, and um, humans call it the um, harmonic convergence. Mm -hmm. Basically, what happened during the harmonic convergence is Earth tipped herself over to more to holding 50% of her light quotient. So you imagine that the light, the, you know, the light switches that dim, you know, and you can turn, 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 and then it gets brighter, 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 mm -hmm. brighter, brighter. Yeah. So in 1987, give or take a year, I mean, who knows, you know, time's kind of wonky, but she, she, she shifted herself into enough frequency that it, it, it moved over to the 50% mark. And there's this universal law, whether 
you believe that or not, there's this universal law that was kind of put in place with Earth's experiment where once she hit the 50% mark of her light, she couldn't get pulled back down. So no matter mm. what we do as humans on the planet, we can't pull her light back down. So imagine it a percentage, right? So Earth's holding, you know, uh, 66% of her light right now. And um, meaning 100% would be back in the fifth dimensional frequency, okay? That would be like the the 100%. So we can, no matter what we do, because after the harmonic convergence, we cannot pull her back down, even though we're seeing all this horrible stuff happening on an energetic level, she's off to the races. And so we're now trying to catch up to her um, and right. and moving through this shift, right? And watching this whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Agreed 100%. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like she's off to the races. I love that. And yeah. I love uh, your battlefield analogy that you were using in that uh, video also, because right now it's very much of an energetic battle. But I like how you put it is is like so as things crumble on the surface, things are crumbling internally also. And there's a lot of trauma that needs to be cleared out uh, so we can be prepared for uh, the next big global event. And I know yeah. a lot of insights on that. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest things for myself personally that I've been going through and that I can feel the human collective as one kind of big cloud of collective collectiveness consciousness i can feel that this is what's what we're about to recognize which means that okay so we got the we got the the first big sort of hit right i mean we've had many hits that we haven't really taken advantage of so covid was like this first global hit right where it rattled us into a external awakening where all of a sudden we started seeing externally what we're in. And we started saying, holy shit, right? The external world started to show its its true colors and the shadow started to be seen. Um, and then what started to happen and what kind of the phase that I see us in right now globally as a human collective is, you you could essentially say, on some level that it's quieted in terms of all of the holy shit, look at everything, right? It's still there. It hasn't gone anywhere, right? Yeah. But that battle that we've been in, it's like um, we're taking a nap, we're taking a rest. And that rest is allowing us to go inward and sort of recalibrate hold on a second. Okay. I need to now sort of elevate my own consciousness because this is an energetic battle. I have to elevate my own consciousness now by going inward, by looking at my trauma, by dealing with my relationships, by feeling everything, by realizing I'm not my emotions, all these things. So that when the next big battle comes, which it's going to come, that I can now stand on the battlefield and my consciousness is going to be at a higher level than it was in 2020 when I may have kind of had the initial sort of kick in the ass where it's like, oh my God, it's go time. We have to elevate our consciousness beyond what we are battling. Otherwise we mm -hmm. will just perpetuate that same battle and nothing's right. going to change. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. We can't show up the same way we did in the past. No. Exactly. We can't, we can't show up the way we showed up in 2020. 
Yeah, it's just going to create right. the same thing again, and mm-hmm. it, it's going to repeat that pattern. And obviously, that's where the lessons come in. Like, yeah, to, like even hearing someone listening to you right now, this might spark something within them. Like, yeah, she's right. Like, I need to start taking this serious because we have to also remember why we're here. You know, people complain a lot, but we're here for the to assist in this whole planetary shift, and we're here to do this work. So. You know, that's really important to remember right now because a lot of people just want to escape and get the hell out of here. But we came here for a reason. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things that 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 is kind of coming in for me right now is. I mean, it's just that there's there's such a um, multidimensional experience that I'm having around all of this because we can't bypass this. We can't like namaste our way out of this, right? Like you, you, you have to stand in this battle. You have to, you have to simultaneously have the courage to continue to keep your eyes open. So many of us are so traumatized by what happened that the human nature is let's, I just need to pretend it's going away. I need to pretend it's getting better. Please don't tell me any more of this stuff. I can't handle it anymore. I don't want to know more stuff that's coming. I like, we've just been beat down, right? That we, we can't imagine like, oh my God, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. Many of us have kept going, right? But many of us haven't. Mm. So there's this juggling of, do we got to, we have to keep going but we now have to do so much internal work in order to do that. And that wasn't required 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, right? This whole internal and out, out this internal inward and outward sort of balancing act has to take place. You have to do both. You have got to do both. It's, it's an absolute necessity. And, um, you know, that that's been a huge message that has been coming in and, the the realization that you know like you said we came here for this there's no mistakes there's no accidents there's no like oops we messed up like no we're being poisoned no this is genocide no they're they're trying to kill 4 billion people no this is what you signed up for no you dis- you you came here to be able to stand and watch all the sex trafficking and watch all these horrific things like no this you didn't come here to shy away to back down you have to take care of yourself you have to figure out how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But this idea of how did we get here? This is horrible. I want out. No, you don't. You just forgot what you signed up for. Trust me, right. you don't want out. Mm-hmm. Right. What's the point of coming here if you just are going to escape immediately as soon as you get things get rough, right? Right. Like, why That's why we're warriors. Right. right. It's, it's not about right. going on vacations. <laughs> I mean... It's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to get to a place where you can start enjoying, you know, that aspect of the human experience. But doing this work take means sacrificing a lot of the human experience, a lot of what people, I guess, in the matrix get to enjoy. But once you are once you're privy or aware or awake to this information, that's not really the anyone's idea of fun anymore. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like the little things are are important now, right? Like laughter, like the mm. the ability to laugh, like like yeah. the, the the senses, the ability to smell and taste. It's the tiny things now that matter. It's not the how much money do I have and do I have a great car and a great house and and can I go on all these vacations? Like like you said, those things don't matter anymore. What matters is 
the the devouring of the human experience while you are simultaneously watching it all go to shit right like right. you're literally watching this chaos and your 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 mind is being blown you can't imagine continuing to feel more and more and simultaneously you're being asked to look at the gift of all of that right um gift of being here the gift i i did a channeling i channel once a month in my patreon random people come through like bizarre like admiral bird came through and okay, like nice. saint saint augustine do you guys even know i didn't even know who saint augustine was right he came mm. through yeah anyways this month loretta lynn came in do you guys know loretta? yeah yeah nice <laughs> loretta lynn came in didn't and she, she pass did, away recently she did she right? passed away in october because mm -hmm. um, i had to google who's loretta lynn because i didn't know yeah, and yeah. The, she blew our minds because she was like, you guys, you have a microphone, you have a stage, you have the ability to make an impact that you like every single human, no matter if you just are a stay at home mom, or you work at a bank, like your voice, your, your beingness has such a power right now to make a difference. Don't let it go to waste. And so she was like reminding us of the things that we forget. We take this for granted. And then she said something so profound. It's 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 never going to not be with me because somebody asked her, what's the greatest gift? Like, what, what are you like, what, 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 what's the, what's the greatest part about being the human? And she said, touch. She said, because mm -hmm. When you're out of physicality, consciousness can't touch consciousness. Wow. Yeah. And she said, in the human journey, you're you have consciousness has the ability to touch other consciousness, you know? And that awareness was just like Yeah. Like, it's huge, actually. It's huge. Well, and that's why another reason why we don't want to escape. We can't like we've done it's a very unique experience. We've done yeah. the 5D yeah. life. We've mm -hmm. done that. And, you know, we know what that's like. Our soul does. So while you're here, like um, the pleasures of the flesh is what they call it. Like, you can yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, everyone's like, why would I, why, why would I want to go through this trauma? And why would I want to go through this and that? And it's like, stop saying why and and start start recognizing if you can the gift of it, the gift of being able to feel anger, the gift of being able to feel sadness, the gift. It's not easy. I understand that. This isn't easy, but it's like we have to stop playing in this victim role of like, poor us, this sucks. When are we going to get out of this? You know, when are we going to find ourselves in the new earth or the, you know, whatever? It's like, Dude, this is this is the juice. This is why this is it. This battle, this 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 awareness, this every day up and down. Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all of this. This is the reason that we incarnated. It's this mm -hmm. moment. It's right. this. Not getting to 5D and getting to some beautiful new Earth. That's 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 truly not why we incarnated. Um, we could we would have just stayed there. <laughs> right like where we came exactly. from exactly yeah. we wouldn't have incarnated why would exactly right we the got journey it. is it this mm -hmm. is the journey this is yeah it. yeah right and we got the experience. call right and it, we're here to help too we're here to help exactly with the shift and anchor the energies and help with we the got awakening. the call right and it's i like what you said because yeah what happens is 
I find myself even sometimes and a lot of people, we start complaining about some certain things. It's like, if you can take that energy instead of complaining about something and, you know, reverse that and work on yourself, put that energy to uh, clear out, like you said, the trauma and do the internal work. So we, you can be prepared for what's coming next. I think that's crucial. And I think that's what's happening right now. And we see the mask are coming off everyone. We see everyone's true colors right now. People, mm-hmm. all these unhealed um, traumas, all these behavior traits that they've just tried to suppress, they're all coming to the surface right now. And we're going to see everyone for who they really are and and where they've done the work and where they haven't done the work. Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, there's nothing more important than that right now, because we're like, you are going to be completely ineffective if you just stop and you just, yeah, it's easy just to be, but you're not evolving anymore. Right. Exactly. And if you think about it, like you, if you remember that this is an energetic battle, right, it's not a physical battle. So energetically what that means wrap your head around that right it's an energetic battle which means that it really doesn't matter what you say or what you do essentially what matters is the frequency that you're holding okay so if you think about that for a moment okay it matter we we essentially we're not in charge of our frequency right we we think we are but we're not the body the body's frequency is what's rising it's the body's frequency that's going to assist us in no longer being affected by the poisons right so yes we want to drink clean water and eat good foods but we're being poisoned whether we yep. regardless of what you're eating and drinking and the where you're putting your computer you're being freaking poisoned i hate to tell you this sorry but you are right, right? just being on the planet. So the frequency in your body is what is going to propel us and uh, and keep us on that battlefield, right? More than um what we're saying and what we're doing. And so if you have that awareness, then essentially what's most important right now is that we're doing the internal work because it's the internal work that raises the frequency, which is kind of why everything's been a little bit quieter. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. you go to Iran or these other countries, China, it's not quiet. And there's there's probably so many countries that are like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not quiet. Right. So I'm I'm not going to pretend that it's quiet around the, the world, but it's much quieter than it was a year and a half ago, a year ago. And mm-hmm. that quietness is allowing us to prepare. It's allowing us to get better sort of armor, right? Mm-hmm. So that the frequency of our body if you imagine the frequency increasing, what that means is that you're going to be able to step back out into the battlefield and not be as angry and resistant. You're not going to be dividing and yelling. You're not going to be um, telling people they're wrong. We're going to be doing it from a different angle that's going to have more of an impact because the frequency is different. Right. Right. And right. And yes, that us versus them mentality is something that we really need to get past. And I know it's really hard not to look at some people as the enemy, the people who have kept us down and they stomp on your freaking head as soon as you walk out your front door. But it's something that we have to get past because it still perpetuates the divide, like you were you were saying. And then we see that even like you said, you're wrong, I'm right mentality all the time, especially in the truther community. Mm-hmm. And there's certain truthers that think that they have the highest truth, which is not which is actually promoting that same fear frequency that you're trying to get people away right. from. Right. Isn't that right. interesting? Yeah. 
It's so interesting. I have a lot of friends in the truther community, beautiful, beautiful humans making a massive impact and like, you know, sacrificing so much of their life. Um, and so I would never take away from what they're doing. But it is interesting um, that there, there, the, there are certain people that will still beat up or make wrong other truthers that are trying to get the truth out, right? So it's like, pay, that's, that's frequency, that's awareness, that's doing the internal work. We don't want to beat each other up. You know, we don't want to one up each other or have this hierarchy. We, we truly don't. And I think when you, when you really start doing the inner work, you're going to build these people up next to you. They're on the battlefield next to you. Why are we bickering amongst ourselves when we're all, we all want the same thing. We right. all want right. to, to, to beat that energetic enemy, so to speak. Right. Right. So it's that inner work that will stop that behavior in my opinion. And that comes with a huge ego death most of the time or multiple ego deaths, but Okay, people get mad when we talk about the inner work and we don't explain how to do it because some people don't know what that means. And I think it's it's taking time to feel everything, feel mm -hmm. everything that your body is going through and then observe yourself and how you how you act in certain situations, how you respond to certain people, how you treat other people, how you treat yourself, observe your daily patterns, all every everything you do. Uh, start observing that and seeing what serves you and what doesn't anymore. And you start to course correct along the way and you, you slowly, you know, you're re rewiring yourself. And I think like in a nutshell, that's one way to describe it, but maybe you could add to that if you want. I mean, it's simple. I don't think that like doing the inner work isn't a spiritual thing to me. It's not, um, it's not something that you have to study to me, um, or, you know, or um, work on, to me, doing the inner work is simply just showing up every day and feeling. That's that truly, and being the observer, like you said, Tyler, like if you can, if you can observe yourself. So what, so people don't know what that means. And I, and I understand how do you, how do you become the observer, which is, I think, a key to liberating yourself right? So being, becoming the observer, you have to practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it until it becomes natural. So the way that I would practice being the observer is I would kind of say to myself, okay, Lori, you're now waking up. Okay, Lori, you're now going to take a shower. Okay, Lori, you're now feeling anger. Oh, look at Lori, you're feeling anxiety this morning. Oh my God, look, now you're not feeling the anxiety. Now you're feeling anger towards somebody. Oh, look, now you went on social media and you're feeling insecure and jealous. Oh, look, now you're about to go to yoga and you're feeling calm. So it's like, I'm constantly, literally almost analyzing what I'm experiencing throughout the day. It's not bypassing. Because mm -hmm. I'm actually feeling it, mm -hmm. but I'm allowing myself to observe myself as I'm feeling it. And so it's not an attachment to, I have to fix this. I have to change this. I need to heal from this. I need to, this is trauma. Where did this trauma come from? Is this trauma? The human likes to do that. The ego likes to grab, make mm -hmm. sense of what's the storyline behind it. And honestly, from my own experience, you don't have to do that. You, you simply just show up and let the energies move through you. The energies, the present moment, the, the energy of the now will shift you. It will change you. It will transform you. It's right, just, right. can you show up for that 
And can you, can you just, I swear to God, if humans just felt all day long, the whole planet would be raising its vibration. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Serious. Because you are not your thoughts. You're not your feelings. You're not what happens to you. You're not your trauma. And so many humans identify with all those things and they think they are those things and they're reacting and from that you, place. Yeah. If you, mm -hmm. if you're, I, I, I would challenge people too. If you, cause a lot of people were so me included, we're so programmed that we don't realize that we're still associating with thoughts. Right. So IE, I am this thought that it's such a deep program that we don't even realize that we are believing the thoughts as ourselves. They just take mm -hmm. over. Right. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that you can kind of play with all of this is if there's anything in your life that you're trying to change or get out of, you're associating yourself as it. And you're going to have a temper tantrum and say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Because if you didn't associate yourself as the thought or the emotion or the behavior, you wouldn't want to change it. Right. Right. You would simply just observe it. Observe it. And it would, it would move. Mm -hmm. Everything moves, right? Like. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right. But getting to a place where you, where you stop in the middle of your day to observe that or observe yourself along the way because what happens uh people are afraid of what's going to show up when they finally stop and sit with themselves and that's why we constantly distract ourselves and we feel like we have to be doing something all the time which we're programmed that way you're programmed that you know if i stop i'm not being productive and i'm not doing you know i'm not bettering myself but that's actually not true you can do a lot more for yourself because if you don't stop and rest, your body is going to make you stop and rest by getting sick. Right. That's exactly what happens as your body's way of telling you like, Hey, if you're not going to do it, we're going to do it for you. Now, now you got to rest and be sick at the same time. So it's just making sure that you don't distract yourself. I think. Exactly. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, I was actually driving to, to or from yoga today and uh, this morning and I was realizing how lucky I am that I have the internal guidance that I have because I will never let an internal knowingness pass me by. Meaning if, if, um, if let's say I start dating some guy, right. And it's just the, the guy isn't responding in the way that I want him to. It's a, it's an internal knowingness of, it's not trust that it's not the right one and let the let the physical reality gift you with the truth. Do you know what I mean? So instead of trying to make something out of what simply isn't there, well, I'm going to I'm going to figure out how to make this work or I'm going to figure mm -hmm. out how to like maybe I just need to like text more or call more no say the right things yeah, yeah. or like am I maybe I need to like back away a little bit what games mm -hmm. do I need to play it's like no the physical reality is always showing you what is what is what's for your highest good right mm -hmm. and can you trust that enough to not do anything with it to, to, to that's the hardest piece is like okay then there there has to be something greater always coming for us if this is an evolution if we're shifting if we're evolving so whatever is showing up if i can just let it be the highest truth. Mm -hmm. 
then then it will show me what is the highest truth. It will it will lead me to right uh, the next partner that's coming in that's going to be the the better fit. The the so it's 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 no longer resisting or fighting against what's showing up for us. Right. Um, right. Like that. The trusting. It's it's a little bit confusing, but it's it's if you think about your own life. And when you slow down and quiet and just, if you can slow down and quiet, if you have that luxury, not everyone, not all of us have the luxury to slow down and get quiet right now. We're trying to freaking survive and pay our bills and pay our gas and pay the food and, you know, pay electricity. But if you have that ability to slow down and get quiet, can you trust that everything that is showing up for you is shifting you. Everything that is showing up for you is shifting you. Everything that's showing up for you is allowing you to evolve. Everything. There's nothing wrong. You don't have to fix right. any of it. You don't have to change any of it. Just let it show you what it's here to show you. And mm -hmm. I live that way. I, 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 I live in the, in the deepest knowingness and faith. Mm-hmm that I am always showing myself what I need to see, feel, hear, observe in order to continue to move through this evolution. And that's why I don't fight against anything. Right. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so I don't know if like somebody were to say, well, Lori, what are some steps, you know, what are some steps you can do to like assist you in this practice being the observer? How do you do that? I am doing this. I am feeling this. I am thinking this. Two, feel. Can you just move mm -hmm. through your day and like breathe and feel? Just breathe, feel, breathe, feel, breathe. What am I feeling right now? You know? And number three, can you remind yourself that nothing is an accident or a mistake or a fuck up? Right, <laughs> right. right. It's not, nothing's a fuck up. Nothing's like, oh shit, I fucked that up. Oh shit, I need to fix this relationship. Oh man. No, everything is being served to you. Right. You know, in order to. Uh, move through this evolution so that you can stand in the battlefield and be in the highest service to humanity. Truly, right. it's not about us. It's a. Mm -hmm. It's not us. It, this isn't about um, like a self service. This is a uh, a, a global service that we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always am saying to myself, everything I'm doing. Although I'm doing it internally to kind of better myself or, you know, move through this evolution on my, in my own world, it's not about me. It's never been about us individually, right? This is, you're doing your work, you're doing your work, whoever's listening is doing their internal work so that they can be of the highest service for humanity. That's right. why we're doing this internal work. Well, yeah. And that's how, like, if you go around trying to <laughs> force other people to wake up or whatever the case is, like mm -hmm. that doesn't work. No, you're actually pushing them away and you're repelling them. But when you, when you start doing exactly everything you're talking about going through those steps, automatically your vibration starts, your vibration starts mm -hmm. assisting other people around you. Whenever you're trying to force anything, you're out of alignment automatically. Right. You're out of alignment. If you're forced, if you like examine how you're living and if you feel like you're having to force things you're out of alignment and if you are in the flow state you're not forcing things you're just flowing and you're allowing you're in that kind of allowing state doesn't mean you just are completely and you know there's a difference between that and being like 
dissociated and out of your body and just like a uh, floaty hippie person that doesn't care about it you know that's that's different you gotta be grounded in in your body grounded in the now but you're in the state of allowing in the flow state and everything you just said is uh right in line with that and that's it right there and that's when the magic happens and that's when your life will start becoming amazing because right. you are in alignment with source at that yeah. when you're in that state and you're not trying to like make things better right it's you're not right. like you're not like if you feel sadness you're just allowing that sadness to be like just like if you better were feeling is, joy better is a judgment too like better yeah. according to what like you know that's just the ego judgment exactly if you if you remember that everything is energy okay and that's it everything is energy i'm experiencing in energy and i'm moving through energy all day long then essentially you'll you, you if you start practicing that like monitoring that in your freaking head right everything's energy everything's energy everything's energy everything's energy then when you start to feel sadness can you tell yourself a oh, sadness is an energy sadness is a label we use because we live in third dimension so you have to have words to describe the experience right so we have to say i'm feeling sad essentially you're not feeling sad Essentially, you're feeling an energy that we mm. label as sad. And right. then when you label something as sad or angry or rage or whatever it is, then there's a story that you can now attach to. Right. And then based on your childhood, it's like, I'm supposed to feel this. I'm not supposed to feel. All of that is bullshit. It's truly mm, right. simply an energy, right? And if you mm. tell yourself that all day long, it's just energy. Even your thoughts, it's just energy. Wow, that energy is fucking powerful. It's literally making me do this behavior. Like just dropping to your knees and, and being in awe of that power, of that energy, that's the flow state. Mm -hmm. Right. That's flow. Right. Right. And damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. But uh, another thing, so a lot of, like it sounds, it's easier. It's easy to talk about this stuff, but actually applying it. And something that I do is ask myself questions. Like you could add a step forward to what you were saying earlier is because we don't always catch ourselves in the moment and we find ourselves reacting to certain situations. And like you said, we didn't fuck up, but in our minds, we just fucked up. So you're trying to, so you have to ask yourself, why did I just react that way? Why did I, where did that come mm -hmm. from? And address it right there on the spot. And that's what that's something that's huge, I think, also that helps me tremendously. Is there healing that needs to be done? Is why yeah. I acted this way? Is it coming from an unhealed place? Then you can examine this. So it's a blessing in disguise, really, because then you can be like, oh, this is where I'm unhealed. That's why I'm getting triggered and acting this way. And I have news. Now I can for, heal that. And I have news for you. It's never the other person. As much as you want to point yeah. the finger somewhere else, which is what everyone does. Like right now, it's a huge finger, fink, finger. Finger pointing it's frenzy. It's yeah. a finger pointing frenzy out there because everyone's shit's coming up and no one wants to face themselves and look in the mirror. Uh, it's it's kind of scary, but it's it's a byproduct of this whole shift right now. And something you mentioned, and I want to kind of shift gears just a little bit. Something you mentioned in one of your videos, you said everything is real, yet nothing is real. And so this is something that I want to get into because I look around and I see a huge illusion on the world stage, the political arena, all this propaganda, this movie playing out that is so far from reality. Like the reality that they create for us is, isn't the reality, isn't the actual reality. And it's all to manipulate you into creating something they want. 
right. you to create. Yeah, the illusion. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, what did you mean when you said everything is real yet everything isn't real? I mean, essentially it's being, for me, it's being able to see beyond the physical. Okay. So there's a couple layers, right? Um, you, you, we have to honor the physical reality. We have to honor the, the, the fact that we're in a physical reality. I'm looking at your body. I'm looking at your behaviors. Um, there is mind control. We are being manipulated, right? That is a kind of a physical reality. We're all, you know, they got the whole world to put masks on and take this thing. And, and, you know, we're being, that people are dying. So these are all, this is a physical experience, it's also not a physical, it's also also a complete illusion. So if you're mm. capable of looking, the way I see the world is really interesting. I see the physical like a stage, but then I imagine that there's, um, you know, that movie, The Wizard of Oz. I always imagine that there is that voice behind the stage that sort of kind of, there's an energetic manipulation that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I see everything. It's like, okay, yes, there's a physical world. Yes, there's presidents and 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 these things and that. And yes, they're they're like all of this is being presented. We have to see that. That that has to be shown. We have to see it. We have to look at it. We have to acknowledge it. That is the physical shift. We are in the physical shift of evolution. This is this is an ev physical evolution. But if you can see beyond the the, the physical is not real. There, it's all made of an energy. There's an energetic experience that is in charge of all of it. What is that energy? What are you feeling? What is behind all of it? And that's what I mean when I say it's real, but it's not real. And be, and you can take it a step further because even the energies that we're experiencing on the planet aren't really real. It's only real if we're standing here experiencing it, right? So like on a whole other level, it's like none of this is actually real. And then, but then you're like, bullshit, it's completely real because I'm standing here in it, seeing it and feeling it. So there's these layers, there's a physical reality. There are, there is shit being done. There is, a you know, things going into people's arms. There are people dying. This is happening. Mm -hmm. You cannot take that away from me. Let's go a step further. It's an illusion because there's actually it's actually just an energy that we're experiencing and feeling. So it's actually not even real, this physical thing. And then even beyond that is even that isn't real. It's all just, it's all, it's only real if you're standing in it. It's only real if you're on the planet. It's only real if you're if you're in the experience of it. Right. It doesn't really help you though, because you still have to stand on the battlefield, right? Yeah. And that's where it gets confusing, but that's where we have to learn how to navigate because yeah, we look around and I see, yeah, I like, I look around like, this is all bullshit, all of it. Like I know it is. And it actually helps me because I can just, now I can be in the present in the moment and do whatever I need to do. And without, you don't have to worry about the other stuff as much anymore. And the more you realize that it's an illusion, like you don't worry about any of it, like all this overhead stress that's placed upon our reality intentionally so we're constantly in that survival mode uh you don't have to worry so much about it if you can change your mentality and you a thousand percent and then you realize well who has the power to change this illusion we do yeah right so when it's all about waking up to your own power yeah. and sovereignty yeah and then it's game over for the the manipulators and controllers because they bank on us staying asleep so they can 
keep manipulating us to create the reality they want us to create. That's the whole game. And that's the whole up, game. We can be like, oh, I don't want to create that anymore because now I realize what's going on here. I'm going to create, we're going to, you know, naturally create a beautiful reality. And that's why doing the inner work is so important. Right. Right. And they know that it's all a joke too, because like the whole mask situation, I heard Andrew Tate, who uh, is coming forward, uh, uh, voicing his opinion on everything that's happening right now. But he's like, they knew, they knew the whole time the masks were bullshit. And they told you that because none of them were wearing it. They would post pictures and videos and then none of them were wearing it. And they just like, oh, these, they just look at us as the sheeple, right? The cattle. And they, like, so in their minds, they're like, you should know that this is bullshit because we're not even doing the things we're telling you to do. Right. So it's on you if you're like, we're not doing anything to you. You're choosing that. And that's true. That is it's true. true. But it's like who we have to wake up. to. Them. Yeah. It's like the restaurants like, OK, who was they had these stupid mandates, but who was actually enforcing it right there? Like besides of what was coming through the media and coming, you know, coming from the top down like no one is actually physically in the restaurant making them do any of that stuff. And it's like, okay, like this is where you have to stand in your own power. I'm like, no, I'm not feeding that illusion anymore. And I'm not going to, I mean, I hope that one of the, one of the reasons why I think it's so important that we do the inner work is because on a frequency level, on an energetic level, I'm sure you guys felt right away. Something is off, right? Something doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right. And that feeling of like, this doesn't feel right. Something feels off. This is not, and there wasn't anybody coming down on the news or anywhere saying, this is not good. This is wrong. This is off. It was an intuitiveness. It was a knowingness. Your body just told you this isn't right. No one can tell me otherwise. That's frequency. That's vibration. That's the energetic world. And so it doesn't matter what they're showing you on stage, you weren't going to believe it. It didn't matter what they showed you or what they said to you. On an energetic vibrational experience, you knew that this wasn't okay. You knew this wasn't right. Eventually, people started to come out of the woodworks and prove your knowingness scientifically or in other ways, right? And they're doing that over and over again. But the key is to be able to trust continue to trust the inner the energetic inner world over the physical reality and that's that is what we have to that's the practice that's the evolution that that is what we need to freaking do otherwise right. we will continue to believe the physical world well if the president tells me if so and so tells me well what are you feeling right you How even you know feel about it yeah but the authorities yeah. say this so that has to be true yeah right you get that a lot yeah you know, but people aren't even connected to their knowingness. Right. If I were to say, what do you feel about this? They wouldn't even know. Well, they they don't. They parrot whatever they heard somewhere else. Right. And that, that happens all over the place. It doesn't matter what you listen to. If you're listening to the mainstream media or if you're listening to uh, your favorite influencer or truther, whatever, you start asking people their opinion on the subject. It's You quickly realize it's not even them talking. They're parroting what they mm-hmm. learned from someone else. And no one's actually feeling into this stuff. But we're steered away from that at a young age. We're steered away from our intuition and using our gut. We talk about this all the time. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, but getting back that's to that, time. that's how you have to learn like a truth and a non-truth. They all, they have a vibration and they feel a certain way. 
and your body reacts to the truth and it reacts to a lie. And you have to learn how you learn what that feeling feels like. So, you know, in that moment, this person is deceiving me. This person has an ulterior motive. This person is being truthful. They're telling me the truth that, I mean, then you don't need to ask those questions. Anyway, you don't need to ask other people, Hey, what do you think of this person? Exactly. Why do you care what I think? What do you right. think? Like yeah. that's the biggest issue right now. And, and then we have the whole concept of discernment and people get mad when you start judging people, but discerning is judging. That's what discernment is. Right. <laughs> like you have to judge to right. discern. Exactly. Even though, like you don't want to be overly judgmental. Like, I would call it healthy judgment right. rather than an egoic. Uh, I'm right. You're wrong type of right, thing. Which is usually a mm -hmm. unhealed based yeah. judgment yeah yeah and then that creates the cancel culture mentality mm -hmm. that the the frequency that they're pumping out it, it creates that same cancel culture mentality within your own yeah. life you know and now the people can't belong in your life because you don't think like me so you can't be my friend and that's what we need to get past a hundred percent i mean if you think about like i mean that that's why um you know, if we if we didn't learn from what we went through, we're in a shit ton of trouble because, right. you know, we we have to be able to use discernment. I mean, I, I constantly am thinking of like the the wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, I mean, that's mm -hmm. this whole physical reality is the wolf in sheep's clothing um, and being able to trust if you, this is what humility is, essentially, is you are, you are so confident in your knowingness, right, that you don't have to debate or argue your point. Right. A lot of the reason people argue and debate their point is that there is some sort of insecurity still, un, still brewing within them that, right. um, uh, that they are not confident in their absolute knowingness. It's not to say that arguments or debates are not healthy in some way, right? Like if somebody wants to talk about their point and you're talking about your point, there is an energy that can flow where you're simply just talking about your truths, okay? There's nothing wrong with talking about your truths and your truths are different than my truths and here's how mm -hmm. where I am. But when there is a defensiveness coming, Right. Where you are trying to prove your point against somebody else's, that is, that is deep insecurity, mm -hmm. uh, with a massive egoic structure, without right. humility. Because a true hum, when you really trust your knowingness, you have no need to defend your truth. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. doesn't. Right. Exactly. Right. And and people only to feel like they defend it because they're threatened. They're, exactly. they're threatened because something, something the other person is the, saying. The ego is threatened. The ego. Yeah. Is, why? Yeah. But then you have to ask, why are you threatened? Because yeah. if that information is true that that other person is saying, that shatters your entire belief system and right. your entire paradigm, your reality. And, and they think they are that belief system. Right. And, they and they've they attached are... themselves to that. Yes. That's why it's so hard when you, um, you know, reach out to some people who are heavily religious and you you give them the concept of aliens. They can't wrap their head around anything else besides that they're demons, you know. And that's and and that's just one of those things that still is coming up a lot. And there's lately. like a trigger there, almost like right. I don't even want to look at that. Don't tell me, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Like 
that people think that uh, really religious people think that yoga is satanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, and crystals and yeah. And it, 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 it is coming up a lot more. There's a lot of, it's a really interesting quote unquote sort of battle, energetic battle that's happening. Um, definitely in the spiritual community. Uh, and it's, it's fascinating to me, um, uh, because, you know, this idea that there is, um, that, that your truth is better than my truth in and of itself is, 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 is it's embarrassing. It's an, it's asinine. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, right. um, you know, that whole idea like this, imagine standing on a battlefield, we're going into battle against these energetic forces and we're literally turning to each other and being like, your truth's not true. Your truth's not true. Your truth. Yeah. It's like, who gives a shit what right. you like, you realize right. what we're doing here. Right. You're like, yeah, but you believe in Jesus and you don't believe in Jesus. Like who gives a fuck? We got shit to do, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Focus on the mission. Meanwhile, yeah. it's yeah. just a program installed in them. That's saying that anyway, it's not the real them in the first yeah. place. It's the irony of it. And right. meanwhile, right. there's like this mass genocide happening. Right. And this mm-hmm. mass mind control and 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 um and and manipulation that's going on and that that's truly where our focus should be in my opinion is are you being controlled right mm-hmm. well and you said in your video the the planetary message uh it doesn't matter how awake you think you are or, or what you think you know or how much you know even if you know everything like what is that knowledge like what's the purpose of it if you're not um i forgot how you worded it like showing up like as a higher version of yourself, if you're not working on yourself and, and showing up as that higher version of yourself, uh, yeah. you can add to that if you'd like, because that was a great rant. If you remember what you said, I don't remember, but I mean, <laughs> essentially like if, if you think about it, like, okay, so somebody could sit up here and just, and just spew all this information, like the government's doing this and this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. Right. But if there isn't an if there isn't an internal awareness of how their beingness is impacting humanity, if there is still this hierarchy, if there is still this um, this uh, resistance or, or or fight against what is, if like I don't want to be standing next to somebody, I would prefer to be standing next to somebody that is humbly grounded in their truth and in their knowingness. That is so powerful that knows that no matter what, nothing can hurt them. Nothing can destroy them. They will stand in any fire. I would rather stand next to somebody like that than somebody that's just spouting all this truth. I don't give a fuck what you know. Like, can you stand in the fire with me? I don't give a shit that you know that this is happening. You went down this red pill thing and this. I don't care because you're going to fight against what's coming. I want somebody that's going to be able to stand with me in it. That's not going to run. That's not going to fight against meaning like they're afraid of what's coming. There's a difference, right? Like Mm -hmm. you got to be like gladiator, in my opinion. I want a gladiator standing next to me that has this like absolute grounded knowingness that nothing can hurt them. Bring it on as opposed to all this knowledge, but there is still this underlying fear. I mean, how does fear show up? If fear shows up in resistance, fear, fear shows up in fighting against, fear shows up in trying to prove your point, fear shows up in telling another truth right. or that their documentary wasn't good enough because they didn't talk about dot, dot, dot. Like, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, s- like, stop that nonsense. 
you right. know, just stand in your own sovereignty and and be humble enough to be in awe of what we're all going through and be silent if some if, if just because you don't believe that they did it the right way can you be silent and humble in your own knowingness that they're still making an impact right like to me if you think about being on the battlefield who do you want to stand next to right That's... who do you want to go to battle with Amen to all that. Amen. I, yes. I, I agree with you 100%. And I've used, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because it's important. At, at the end of the day, all those differences don't matter anyway. Because if you are walking, standing next to that person, walking down the street with that person, and something happens to them, and you find yourself in a position where you suddenly have to save their life, or they get hurt, or whatever, you're not going to, you're going to save their life. You're going to help that person innately instinctively we have that within us to all help each other and it doesn't matter in that moment who you voted for what you believe in or anything and your instincts kick in we are all designed to help each other we're here to help each other and we have to remember that like you know it doesn't matter you even see it depicted in the movies sometimes where two people the the villain or the the hero will actually help the villain in a you know, despite their differences or vice versa. And that we need to remember that because uh, we're all here to help each other. And we have, that's yep. exactly it's powerful. Yeah. It's so true. It's so, so, so true. And we forget, we get caught up in our stories. We get caught up in our emotions. We get caught up you know, in wanting to, in wanting to wake people up, we get, you know, the more that you know, the harder it is to kind of humbly allow what's happening to happen. It's very difficult, right? And I think that's one of the things that so many of us <clears throat> learned in these last couple of years is, <clears throat> holy shit, the more I know, the more difficult it's becoming because I, I have to allow that which I can't understand to to be, meaning, you know, I, I see a lot of unconsciousness where I live and a lot of behaviors that I don't understand. And I stay and live here because I like to challenge myself, right? So it's like, okay, can I have compassion? Nope, cannot have compassion. Okay, at least I'm aware that I have absolutely no compassion for you. I do not understand. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> but there's an awareness of that, right? And and the more that we can be in that uncomfortable, the more that we can see how we want to fight against those people, because it's true what you said in the battlefield, you know, they're just doing what they think is best for them, you know? And what am I going to do? Turn and beat them up? No, I need to focus on that bigger picture, right? Not on the individual person. And so what's the bigger picture for me? Reminding humanity of what they're doing, right? Reminding humanity of who they are, reminding humanity of what this is all about. And that's the bigger picture, um, you know, and, 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 but it's, it's just layered. It's this human journey is layered. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's uh it's complicated but it's right simple. and then we're all um like the biggest problem i have and this is something i struggle with and i'll admit it like um invasive thoughts and my own thoughts um being limiting myself because we think certain ways or knowing which thoughts are yours and which thoughts aren't your own uh i think that's a huge topic and it's one of the most important things because we're all in our heads sometimes a lot of people sit there and struggle and it has nothing to do with their physical surroundings it's all up here and you have to really catch yourself in those moments 
Yeah. I mean, and how do you, how do you, the thoughts are so powerful. They are in, I am in awe of my thoughts. Um, Thoughts are so powerful that we don't even realize that they are controlling us and creating our reality. Um, I mean, they're so Mm -hmm. sneaky. They just sneak in and you're saying these things and you're like, wait, and then you're like, is that true? Is that, is that really true? It it requires you to turn on your, the, the observer. You have to get the observer to get louder and louder and louder and louder. How do you do that? You have to quiet the world around you. So if you have a really busy, busy life, you're super active. Like you just are going from one thing to the next. You've got children, you've got this, you got that. It's going to be really difficult to start practicing the observer. It's not impossible. But it is more challenging when life is a little bit quieter. You can that that observer can be turned on, and you can pay attention to the thoughts all day long. Um, and it's like, what are my thoughts telling me? What are my thoughts saying now? What are my thoughts saying now? What do my thoughts believe about my health? What do they believe about my relationship? What are my thoughts telling me? And the more that you can just be curious. And like you said earlier, ask questions. Is this true? You know, the Byron Katie four question thing. I think she was genius when she made, when she came up with that. I don't remember her four questions, but it's like, is this true? Um, what if it's not that kind of thing? Like if you start asking yourself those questions, you can start to pop yourself out of the thought, but it mm-hmm. requires like a pop out. And then it's going to, and then the thought's going to draw you right back in and then it's a pop out and then it's going to draw you right back in. Right. You know? Well, and the thing of, the thing of it is, is like you said, everything's a battlefield, no matter where you go, like we're at war on some level. And in this case, you're at war with yourself, you know, and that's where, that's where I think the observation comes in and and helps. And I'm, I'm only bringing this up because I know it's something that I've struggled with, I'm getting a lot better at it, but I, sometimes those invasive thoughts, they can sideline you if you allow them to. Basically, if everyone, if, <laughs> if everyone would read Eckhart Tolle books, uh, the world would be a much better place. <laughs> Amen. Right. Like this is, this he, is what like, he's all about. It's yeah. so true. I mean, if, if, if we would it, it simply just be, start be learning how to be the observer, right. like right. the whole world would change. Well, that's honestly. Yeah, I think that's what that's, <laughs> that's what his big I meant teaching, by that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah because it, it, you we it, it'll make you feel crazy though. It, right. it makes mm-hmm. you go nuts because then you're like, "Holy shit! I'm thinking this, and I'm thinking this, and I'm thinking this, and I'm thinking this, and I think right." And that's where humility and compassion, like there, there are so many really, really debilitating thoughts that I had that controlled me for a very long time, and. I had to have compassion when the thoughts were overriding the observer, meaning the thoughts were literally so powerful. They were controlling my behavior. And I was, it was like, it just took over. I I, I was like, holy fuck, these thoughts are, I'm like, I'm in the thought. The thought is now controlling. The thought is now taking over. And instead of getting upset with myself, beating myself up, you need to change this thought, Lori. How could you still be having this thought? You're not, a, you're not evolving. I would just have compassion for myself. Wow, this is the 17,767th time this thought has come in in this week, right? Like, wow. And that is the observer. That is what moves you through. That's what puts you Mm -hmm. in flow. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, I am literally telling myself that I'm unworthy again. Oh my God, I am believing the unworthy thoughts. 
wow, I just got pulled back into the unworthiness. Wow, I don't think that I can be successful. I don't think people will listen to me. I don't think I can make money. Like all these thoughts, they're not real. Right. And you can choose, and then you can consciously choose a new thought rather than unconsciously being swept up in your thoughts. And that's and what, you know what I did. I didn't even, when I was getting rid of these really intense thoughts around my body and they, they were really controlling me for so freaking long. I didn't even change the thoughts. I didn't. I simply allowed the thoughts, mm. but I turned the thoughts up, up so loud. I wouldn't quiet the thoughts. Because the louder the thoughts got, the less I would pay, the less I would play in the thoughts, right? So it's like you just something feeding was just getting, into them. yeah, just, I stopped yeah. feeding into it. I stopped, I became so aware of the annoyance and obnoxiousness of the thoughts yeah. that the thoughts started to not have the impact they did any longer. And somehow I navigated through the thoughts without necessarily changing and choosing a different thought. It's right. weird. I don't know. Well, ultimately right. change comes when we're sick of our own bullshit, you know? Yep. I mean, you just get sick of whatever, whatever it is. Mm. And you're like, I'm done. I'm done with this. And I'm, make, I'm making that change. You want to change. Exactly. When yeah. Change. Right. And then yeah. you have to get uncomfortable. You know, they say life begins outside your comfort zone. Uh, do things that you wouldn't normally do. If you're going to break that pattern, you have to, you literally have to change something, no matter what it is. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get to that breaking point, right? You're like, enough, I'm done. I am done. Yeah. No more. And hopefully it doesn't require sickness or breaking something or, you know, something dramatic. But a lot of right. times it requires us literally to like, to 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 have something catastrophic happen and then it's like okay i'm going to change now right. now the I'm universe gonna... is trying to get your attention sometimes always. it has to it's the yeah. catalyst always exactly. the catalyst yeah. catalyst that forces to change um real quick always. and then we'll wrap this up i just want to get your opinion on um how you interpret your dreams as and allow because i know our dreams tell us a lot and I feel like that's really important lately because I don't know what's happening, but a lot of people are claiming they have these incredibly vivid dreams, but they have these messages that come along with them and that actually can impact, you know, direction, the direction you're going in life. And I don't know what, what you have to say about that, but I'm just curious. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the most popular questions I get asked lately is, is about it? dreams. Yeah. It's really fascinating. And I actually thought this morning, like, as I was driving to get my coffee, I was like, I don't really know much about dreams. How come I don't know very much about dreams? So here's what I do know, <laughs> or my own kind of knowingness around dreams. Dreams just another state of reality. It's just another state of beingness, right? It's it's an awareness that we have of alternate uh, dimensional fields, awarenesses, um, who we are, what we're doing here on the planet. It's actually not a state of unconsciousness or subconsciousness or any of that from my from my awareness and my experience. It's it's just another sort of like alternate reality, so to speak, right? So our eyes close, we we um the ego is quiet, and then the etheric body sort of starts to go off and experience um all these other higher realms, higher dimensional realms, you you most likely you're traveling etherically to other dimensional fields. Maybe you're staying in your own body, but you're doing, you know, you're doing energetic work, you're bringing awarenesses to yourself. And then it's this cross your fingers, 
right? That when you wake up, you remember a little bit of what you experienced. The thing that makes it seem like we're dreaming is that we have this egoic structure that has to understand energy. So in the dream state, it's energetic. You're experiencing things energetically. Even if it's in a higher dimensional realm, it's it's not physical. It's not a physical reality, right? Because you're in you're sleeping. So it's an energetic experience. And so you have the energetic experiences. You're having them in the dream state, but then you have to filter it through the ego. And so many times the ego will filter the experience through the lens that it has. So let's say you have like an, uh, uh, there's, there's an awareness that your, that your higher self, your etheric body and your higher self is trying to give you around um, how you view uh, men. And let's say that you're always in some sort of experience where you're codependent and you're trying to uh, bring that awareness to that third dimensional human. Maybe you're going to have a dream. It wasn't a dream, okay? But maybe you're going to associate that with, um, you know, you're going to see a snake eating a bug or something. It's going to give you this really weird feeling. I don't know. I'm just making up some sort of thing. The actual analogies that you're given in the dream is not what's actually happening. It's the, it's the energies behind it. It's the feelings. Many people are having really vivid dreams in order to remember what it is that they're trying to give themselves, the messages, the guidance, the awareness. And so it's it's more of how do you feel as opposed to the the you know what you may be seeing in there. However, the more that we awaken, the more that we evolve, the more that it's just going to be an alternate reality. I'll see you. I'll see you in the in the etheric right. realms, right? Like, well, I'll see you tonight when we're you know when we're off doing whatever we're gonna do. Yep. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be like that. The dream state is literally going to be just another reality that we're hanging out in when we're not when we're not when our when our ego isn't uh, asleep. That's how yes. I see it. You that was know? A, a fabulous yeah, explanation. So. Yeah, and I have actually experienced that before, where me and another person have had the same exact dream and we compared notes and we're like holy shit like we both remembered we were at the same place and so it's really really interesting and i do it's simply put it's an alternate reality there's something it's not anything to write off that's for sure not at all and 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 we're actually doing a lot of work in the dream state we're we're doing a lot of there, there is so much that we see every night that we don't remember. There's so many, there's so many craft that you go up on. There's so many higher dimensional beings you're contacting. There's so much that like, there's such an awareness that we have every single freaking night. That's the, the, one of the cosmic jokes is like, is the dream state. Cause it's like, you're, you close your eyes and it's all quiet. And then you wake up the next day and you kind of think that nothing happened. And meanwhile, God only knows, like you went here and you went here and you had these conversations and you were like, you know, where you were clearing this off the plant, like all this shit happens every night. And then we're just like, do, 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 do. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. So and it's, it's going to be. And sometimes it's profound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's oh, sometimes sure. it's profound. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I think the more that we wake up, literally, the more we're going to remember things that we thought were in the dreams, in our dreams. You know, essentially that's what a deja vu is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a, a moment that you had in a dream, in a dream that actually was a reality that's now stepping into that reality. 
or you know mm. now is now in the now moment but it mm-hmm. was yeah yeah right it's fun dream the the, the the what when when humanity starts living in in the in in both realities it's going to be uh mind-blowing right i agree yeah exactly well thank you so much for joining us today this was a lot of fun yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Please please let people know how they can follow you, where they can get your book and what you offer, everything. Yeah, I mean, just on on Instagram, Lori underscore Lad, probably the best way. YouTube, Lori Lad, um, L-O-R-I-E-L-A-D-D. And then my book, The Divine Design, is all over the place. I mean, it's um, you can get it on any online bookstore. The audio is coming out in a couple weeks, hopefully before Christmas. And the audio is really... A, a great way to be able to absorb it. It's very dense. It's the history of the planet and humanity, and it's a deep remembrance. And I, I think, Tyler, you were saying this, like, I think it was you earlier in the conversation around, like, the more that you remember, the easier it is to just navigate this, right? Like, the more that you know, the the easier it is to just kind of, like, go through life. You're not, it's it's not a big deal, right? You're just You're just doing life. And so, my book is like this remembrance of like, oh my God, I remember everything that we've gone through in the last millions and millions of years, how we got here. And it takes the load off. It's just sort of like, okay, so what? Let's go. Let's do this. Right. You know, you have that that memory in you. And then it's like, it's go time. Who cares? Let's, there's nothing to run or hide from, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Did I, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. You said something to <laughs> that. Maybe it was an alternate reality. No. Yeah. It could be. And I'll affect Yeah. 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 Um, well, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Guys, yeah, go check out her book. Uh, go. Do you have a website or? Just... I have a website, laurielad.com. Yep. L-O-R-I-E-L-A-D-D.com. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll be in Europe in March doing a a big tour in Europe for the Divine Design. So if you're in Germany or Ireland, London, Amsterdam, Sweden, I'll be in those places. And that information is on my website. Wow, that sounds That's great. amazing. Yes, yeah. have fun. I yeah. know. I'm excited. Do some, you know, you're doing grid work also while you're doing that. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. 100%. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, go check out her YouTube, Instagram, website book go to europe yeah (laughs) fly to europe if you're not there or Uh, yeah thanks you guys so much yeah thank you this was a lot we covered a lot of important stuff uh it's not everyone's favorite sometimes to get into the inner work but that's the most important stuff and we're never going to stop addressing it Uh, i think it's crucial right now to you know apply everything we talked about today and you know thank you for what you do keep up the great work um you know you're doing some amazing stuff. Even it's just a quick Instagram videos, but I love it. I mean, it's sometimes they're it's, always so powerful. Sometimes just you tune in for a few minutes and a little nugget of something you said can just change the course of, you know, of your day. So day. yeah, definitely. And thanks you guys for all your work and being consistent. Consistency is everything right now. Continuing to just show up is huge. Right. Well, right. you know, we do it once a week. And people are like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, well, how would we not do it? It's just once a yeah. week. Like that's yeah. it. We don't overstress ourselves. We don't you know, put too much on our plate. Right. Once you get in the rhythm of that, it gets a lot easier. Yeah. It becomes it just, a flow state. Just, yeah. Yeah. And, and so there's no reason. I tell myself there's no reason we can't do it every week. Yeah. Like, I know. No, I don't have an excuse for that. So. But it's, it's, I think you take it, we take it for granted what we're doing. Honestly, like 
I, I last night I was in so, such deep gratitude because it was like, you know, we do what we do and we, we, we just do it because it's innate. It's we, we answered the call. We're here, we're doing it. What a gift. But sometimes I, I, I think that we forget just like, wait, no, you realize what you're doing. Like you're, you're showing up, even if it's just once a week, like you're showing up, you're shifting humanity. You're, you're, t- it's not a lot of people wouldn't do it. Even if it's once a week, they just wouldn't do it. They would love to be able to, but they, those thoughts just come in and they won't let them push record. Right. So it's like, um, it, it's, it's, it's powerful. Uh, showing up in a consistent way right now over and over and over again, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your thoughts are telling you, no matter what social media is doing, like it doesn't matter. You're just showing up, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's not easy. Some There's times yeah. where we don't feel like it or whatever the case is not feeling hundred percent, but at the end of it, like you feel amazing. Like, wow, that, yeah. was, a, that was such a great right. conversation. And you realize why you do it. And the constant reminders every week help you reprogram yourself because we had a deprogram, you know, now we have to reprogram yep. ourselves to, yeah. to live yeah. a new uh, way. So anyway, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys thank for you. tuning guys. in. Don't forget, if you want to come hang out at our conference next May 22nd through the 25th, grab a ticket, journeytotruthcon.com. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We look forward to seeing everyone there. Uh, We love you all. Thank you all for your support, your donations. We can't do this without you. Until next time, have a great evening.